You are now tuned in to Shimi's Business Podcast. Hey ladies, what's up, what's up, what's up? I am your host, Martina Davis, and I... Well, you know what? I don't want to say I'm back, but I'm here. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so I took, a, I took a little sabbatical, um, not only from this podcast, but even from social media. I took a little break. Um, and I did that not necessarily because I wanted to, but more so because I needed to, because obedience is better than sacrifice. And being obedient to God, that's step number one. Being obedient to God is more important than a marketing plan. It's more important than being on social media and building your brand awareness and engaging with the audience. And again, well, not again, but don't get me wrong. All those things are important. I teach on it. I do those things myself. They are very important. Those are a lot of, those are some of the things on your to-do list when you're building a brand in a business. But before a brand, before a business, before an audience, before customers, before a team, before anything, is Jesus. Jesus is your number one priority. And if God is speaking you, if he's telling you to put a pause on something, if he's telling you to stop, if he's telling you anything, whatever it is, to go forth, to whatever God is telling you, the best thing you can do is be obedient and don't worry about anything else because the Lord thy God is leading you and he's got it. He sees your end from your beginning. So you could be stressing like, Lord, like myself, Lord, how are you going to tell me just stop? You make you making my brand look inconsistent. Meanwhile, God's like, your brand? I gave that to you, daughter. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm, I am just being obedient. I am being obedient. But I want to say... Um, Hey, y'all. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. I really do ho- hope all is well. So today's episode, um, I don't even have a title for it yet. For it yet. Um, it's real random. It is real random. Right now, it is almost midnight. It is a Thursday night. It's 11.42 p.m. to be exact. And um, I'm actually just having some quiet time to myself. Mothers, you feel me on this? Let me explain. The whole day I was with my kids. I I homeschool my children. So uh, we spent a lot of time at the library today, like a lot more than usual, because I just really wanted to make sure uh, they're getting a reading. They were practicing typing. I even rented out a room, y'all, in the library so we could just have class right up in there. (laughs) And then when we were done and we were about to leave and we were coming down, um, my children was like, wait, no, we want to play. So we spent another hour and a half after all that um, just for them to play. They rolled Roblox. I hope I said that right. They love that game and their toys and stuff that's at the library. So... After a long day of being with my kids and just running around, doing this, doing that, um, even though it's late, even though I'm tired, I just really value uh, this quiet time. Everyone's asleep right now. Everyone. And so I said, you know what? Let me get my quiet time. I went and took a shower. 
read my word and I was working on something, you know, I'm working on something. Um, I'll tell you guys about it soon, soon, soon before the month's end. Um, but as I was finishing up, um, I just, I was reminded of this podcast and I'm going to be honest. I haven't thought about it. I have not thought about it. There's so much going on in my life right now. This was just something I was not thinking about at all. And God just brought it. Like just, this is Jesus. It just randomly popped out in my head and in my spirit. And then I just automatically knew what I was going to be talking about. So, so let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk about what God had put on my heart on tonight. And, um, like I said, I don't have a title for this episode. It's super random because it just randomly came to mind. And I was just like, you know what, Holy Spirit, let's do this. You let's do this. Holy Spirit, God, Jesus, Lord, all three, y'all Trinity in one. Let's do this. So I grabbed my Bible. I grabbed my Bible. I grabbed my Bible. And as God was reminding me about this show, he he put on my heart about when when he was tempted, you know, if you start in a good book of Matthew, you know, it talks about the family history of Jesus, the birth of Jesus, you know, when the wise men come to visit him, you know, it talks about when Jesus' parents took him to Egypt and, you know, it tells a little bit about the beginning of Jesus' life. And then, then there's this huge gap, but that's not what today's show is about. <laughs> um, but then, you know, after uh, Jesus gets baptized by John the Baptist and all that, it goes into chapter four. And I'm going to read a little bit of it. And it says, um, Matthew chapter four, then the spirit led Jesus into the desert to be tempted by the devil. So number one, the spirit led God. So even in times of warfare, in times of hardship, in times where you just feel like you're being tempted beyond measure, just remember that one, God did allow it. And in this case, the spirit literally led Jesus into the desert to be tempted by the devil. God allowed this to happen for a reason. There was, there was purpose in it. And even God led his own son into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. But God was allowing that for a reason. So sometimes warfare is not even your fault. You know, sometimes the things that we go through is not always because we made a bad decision. Sometimes God is just allowing us to go through that for a reason. There, there's something that God is trying to do through that. So again, then the spirit led Jesus into the desert to be tempted by the devil. Jesus ate nothing for 40 days and 40 nights. Okay, so not only is God allowing this to happen, he's literally leading his son into temptation, right? But he's not going to he's not going to sin, he's not going to be tempted. But then it also mentioned that he fasted. Okay? So when he doesn't eat for 40 days or 40 nights. So he's very hungry. The devil came to Jesus to tempt him saying, "If you are the son of God, tell these rocks to become bread." Jesus answered, "It is written in the scriptures, a person does not live by eating only bread, but by everything God says. So understand that reading your Bible is so important. It's so important to soak up this word because not only do we live naturally by, you know, of course, we got to eat food and drink and, you know, stay hydrated and all that good stuff. But we we sustain by being in the word of God. OK, then the devil said, I'm in verse five. Then the devil led Jesus to the holy, holy city of Jerusalem to put him on 
to put him on a high place of the temple. The devil said, if you are the son of God, jump down because it is written in the scriptures. He has put his angels in charge of you. They will catch you in your hands so that you will not hit your foot on a rock. Then Jesus answered. It also says in the scriptures, do not test the Lord your God. Okay. So first of all, okay. Satan came to test Jesus. He's like, yo, if this is who you are, just have your angels have, you know, have your elected group of holies to come get you. Okay. So just, if Jesus was tempted, you're going to be tempted. And at this time, you know, Satan was coming for his mind. Like, look, he, he was really trying to play on God's mind. Like, first of all, how foolish are you to come up to Jesus and try to mess with him? But if the saint himself try to come and tempt Jesus, try to come play tricks on his mind, you know what I mean? He's going to come for you the same way. So a lot of times when you're in warfare or when you're going through different things, you're like, you know what? Hold up. This can't be God. Because why would God allow this to happen? Then that's when the enemy starts to play with your mind. But no, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world, right? So uh, verse 8, then the devil led Jesus to the top of the very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and all their splendor. The devil said, if you bow down and worship me, I will give you all these things. Jesus said to the devil, Go away from me, Satan. It is written in the scriptures. You must worship the Lord your God and serve him only. So the devil left Jesus and the angels came to take care of him. So that's not the end of chapter four, but that's where I'm stopping. And so at the end, basically, Jesus put the word of God. He he put the word of God. He threw the word of God at Satan and Satan went away. And that's what we have to do. Sometimes it's just that simple. And we make it difficult. Sometimes we're lazy. Sometimes we just rather talk to God in our own language instead of getting this word. It's this word that's going to help us in this warfare. So, so check this out. And, and this, this was so cool, you know, and, and this will even explain in part why I took a break and why I want to, why I want to be obedient to God, because God is preparing you. God is preparing you. God is preparing me and he's preparing you. So chapter four, it talks about, um, you know, Jesus, he fasted. You know what I mean? The devil came for him. And then after that, it says Jesus begins his work in Galilee. So after fasting, after being tempted by Satan, after, you know, overcoming Satan with the word of God, Jesus begins his work. He begins his ministry. You know what I mean? And what's interesting is that, after after Jesus got baptized, he went away. He separated himself. He was fasting. You know what I mean? And so after he did that, he prepared, He was preparing for ministry, right? And then it goes on to say that in chapter 4, and in verse 16, it says, These people who live in darkness will see great light. They live in a place covered with the shadows of death, but a light will shine on them. Jesus was that light. So he was preparing for ministry. He was preparing for the great work, for the great commission, right? And so then, so he fasts, he prays, he prepares for ministry. Then it goes on to say, Jesus chooses some followers. He builds a team. After that, God, he's like, all right, I'm going to need a team. He go builds a team. And then in chapter five, it talks about how Jesus teaches the people. Okay. So he's, He's he's teaching his team and he's teaching people. All right. And then 
if you in chapter five, um, and I'm just reading like the subtitles, it says uh, before verse 13, it says, you are like the salt and the light. God has reminded his people of who we are, who we are, who we are in Christ. Get rooted in your word, who we are of Christ in Christ, who we are. He's letting us know. He's reminding us. And in the same chapter, um, it explains the importance of the law. It explains the importance of commandments. It explains the importance of why God's word says what it says, why you don't do this and why you can do this. It explains it. And then after that, you know, God just goes into his ministry. He's teaching. He's teaching about all types of subject, sexual sin, divorce, all that. But what I thought was just really, really cool is the steps are right in here that you can use for your personal life and you can use for business. Okay, what did Jesus do? He fasted. Okay, and yes, he had warfare. He was tempted, but he overcame that by the word of God. And after that, guess who was there to minister? The angels were there to take care of him and to minister to them to him. And God and his angels are doing the same thing now for you on your behalf. And then after he completed that fast, after he passed that test, he went to go begin ministry. And as he began ministry, he went to go build a team. And as he as he built the team, then he taught his team. He taught his team how to handle things. Okay. And after he taught them, he reminded them. Listen, okay, I know I just taught you this stuff. I told you who I am. This is how we're going to do it. It's okay. I'm going to teach you along the way too as well. But I just want to remind you who you are. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the earth. Remember who you belong to and who you represent. To me, that was just so deep. That was so deep. You know, before before uh, I took a break, from this podcast, from social media, even for business, y'all. I'm not promoting nothing. I ain't making no money right now. Nada. Nothing. But I'm being obedient to God. And, and before I took this break, God, God was telling me, because it's like I knew I was going to take a break. I didn't know the break was going to be like this much of a break. But God kept, I kept hearing the words. It was on my heart. I, I said it before. To scale back to prepare for more. Scale back to prepare for more. And that word is not for everyone. And I say that because we're all in different seasons. So some of you might hear this now and it is for you. Some of you might hear this and it's for you in a whole different season. <laughs> or it's just not for you. But for me and for those, you know, whoever it touch, whoever's ears it touches and ministers to, it's Okay. Be obedient to your heavenly father. He told me to scale back to prepare for more. Shimi's business has been around for a while, but I had put it on pause for a very long time. And this past March is when I picked it back up again. And since then, there's been some great things happening. And there's been, a, to me, what I will call a lot of inconsistencies. But I'm being obedient to the Holy Spirit. And I, I even now, even now, I, I just keep hearing, scale back to prepare for more. What did Jesus do before he went into ministry? He fasted. He prayed. He wasn't around no crowd of people. 
He wasn't on social media. I know there was no social media, but if they did, he'll be doing the same thing, taking a break from it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he went through some things, right? He went through warfare. He he went through Satan trying to tempt him. And he went through those things even when he fell alone, even though he wasn't. He felt like it. It seemed that way. You read the Bible. It doesn't say anything, you know? <laughs> the, well, the spirit was there because it does say, then the spirit led Jesus. But even though the spirit was there, it, it sure seemed like he was alone. But greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. It's okay if you're in a season of scaling back to prepare for more. God... God is pouring out his spirit. I, I don't want to say like never before, but at least for me in my life, he is pouring out his spirit like never before. There are some things God wants to do to make an impact, not just, not just influence, because we all can influence somebody, but to make an impact. You know what I mean? One that... That doesn't have anything to necessarily do with me. Yeah, I'm part of it. Yes, God is going to use me as a vessel, but it's it's not to bring glory to me. This impact is to bring glory to God. And that's what I want to do. I want to bring glory to God in my business and in my personal life. So I am. I, I will not front. I am in a season we always in warfare, but it's like sometimes with that warfare, it's like a little more harder than others. Um, I am in a season where being tested. But I can feel my endurance, y'all. I can feel my strength. It's, it's something a little different about this test. You know what I mean? And I thank God for the growth. And I just want to continue to be obedient. But yeah, I, I just, before I'm about to go on the tangent, but... I, I came on, I recorded this to say what I said, <laughs> to say what I've already said. It's already in God's word. And look, at, look how God, just follow Jesus's life. Follow his example, follow his word, and it will help you out. If you feel like you don't have clarity right now, if you feel stuck in business, if you feel like you need some direction, if you just feel like, uh, you know, confused or whatever, follow God's example. The first thing he did is fasted and prayed. Okay. He went through some things, but he, he scaled back. He fell back. You know what I mean? When, when he was preparing for ministry, he wasn't out there in the crowds yet. He wasn't promoting his heavenly father yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we knew he was coming, right? The, the word that, you know, word was out from generation to generation that, you know, the Messiah was coming. But when he was already here, he, he wasn't pushing no agenda just yet. He said, let me fast and pray. I'm not going to mark it just yet. Let me get me right. Let, let my father do the work in me because what I got to do. What God has set me out to do, and I'm still talking about like Jesus, <laughs> what God set him out to do, that was deep. That was big. That changed mankind. When Jesus died on the cross for our sins, that changed. It changed it for us. It gave us some grace and some mercy. And God knew we needed it. We needed it. And that's why the plan went down the way it did. But Jesus took some time to prepare 
prepare, prepare. I'm not saying prepare forever. You know what I mean? But prepare. Your journey, everyone's journey is different. You do what God tells you to say. If it happens quick for you, because that's how God did it for you. If you took a couple months, that's how God did it for you. If it taken some years, that's how God did it for you. Because he is shaping and molding us and building character. What people don't understand is, or maybe we just don't think about it at first. You think, okay, great, I'm going to start a business. Here's my skill set, my expertise, what I'm really good at, what comes natural to me. Okay, great, I'm going to start a business. But what people don't understand is when you're starting a business, there's more to it. When you become a business owner, you are a leader. Now, your fruit is going to show if you're a good leader or a bad one. But you become a leader. So as a business owner, being in ministry, whatever it is that you're doing and you're in charge, you are a leader now. That means your character got to come correct. Because being a bad leader and a business owner, that's not going to work. Your business is not going to be fruitful that way. Okay, when you become a business owner, it, it, it's, it's more than just here's my product and service and let's make a profit. That's a huge part of it, but there's more to it. There's more to it. You become a leader. You, you, your character got to come correct. You got to learn about your, your own management style. How, what kind of leadership style do you have? What kind of management style do you have? You know, there's more to it. When you become a business owner, you, you got you to gotta have some confidence. We got to work on that self-esteem. You know what I mean? And I don't know if, if we talk about this. You got to know how to have customer service. How to have customer service, how to talk to people, how to be a people person, how to interact with people. When there's a problem, when someone's coming, when someone's coming at you, just like Satan came at Jesus. When someone's coming at you the wrong way, how do you handle them? Because you can't handle them how you want to handle them. You shouldn't. (laughs) That's not going to make you a good business owner. So, yeah, do what Jesus did. Do what Jesus did. Prepare. Take the time to prepare. Take the time to fast and pray and hear what God is saying to you, right? Prepare for the ministry. Prepare for the business. Build a team. Build a team. Listen, she means business. Martina Davis here, owner and founder. I'm looking to build my team. If you are interested, if you if you felt led, I'm looking for interns and I'm looking to build my team. Please email me at she means business LLC at Gmail. And just just email me whatever God says. I'll ask for a resume later. I really will. But I just I, I truly feel. Thank you, Lord God. I truly feel that someone's gonna hear this sincerely is gonna want to help out. Sincerely. I'm not asking for your resume yet. You might not even have one, but that's okay. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you. You're going to teach me too, but I'm going to teach you. If you if you truly feel led and feel like you're going to be on an assignment to she means business, because I do understand everything is not going to be, a, it's not always going to be a forever thing. But if you feel led to join she means business, email me. 
Martina Davis Ash. Well, that's my name, y'all. <laughs> Email me at she means business LLC at gmail.com. Email me and just explain to me your interests. Write down whatever God told you, whatever he told you. And that's the cool thing about doing business God's way. Sometimes it's peculiar, peculiar. Sometimes it's different. It's done decently and in order. We like to flow in the spirit of excellence. But the way God moves sometimes, it's just divine. And it's just divine. You, 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 can't, you can't put nothing on it. It's just divine. It's supernatural. It's like, woo, Lord. <laughs> so listen, listen. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope um, it was a blessing to your life. Um, matter of fact, I know it was a blessing to your life. And not to come off boastful, but I, I, I got this confidence from the Holy Spirit. I got this confidence, y'all, from the Holy Spirit because this was so random. This was so random. But let me, let, let me pray us out. Father God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, for your precious Holy Spirit. We thank you for your word. It's a lamp to our footsteps in a dark path. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, your peace, for your life, for your sacrifice. Lord, if you can sacrifice your life, I can sacrifice social media or whatever. I didn't say it's easy, but I can do it. Father God, I just pray for my sisters, Lord, that you would touch their hearts, that you would give them peace, that you would help them in all areas of their lives, that you would answer those prayers that they prayed, even the ones they forgot about, even the ones where they whispered and didn't even realize that you heard it. We thank you, God, for mending broken hearts, for, for peace that surpasses all understanding. We thank you, God. We thank you, God, so much for who you are. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your love. Thank you, Lord God. Let this be a blessing. Let this be a blessing, oh God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your grace and your mercy and for your love. And if ever knew, if anyone is listening, you just want to rededicate your life to Christ or just dedicate your life to Christ, become born again, gaining your own personal relationship with Jesus Christ, learning how to not only do business his way, but to do life his way. And doing life his way is a good thing, y'all. Uh, some we some of us might have scared you. You might be scared to be a Christian. But doing life God's way is such a fruitful way of living, such a prosperous way of living, even in the in the hard times. It's still prosperous. So I just like to give you this opportunity right now. Just repeat after me in this prayer and just mean it with your heart. Dear Lord, I want to accept you in my heart. I heard your word. I learned and I know that you died on a cross for my sins. 
Every time that I've been hard-headed, prideful, lustful, you died on the cross so I could be forgiven for those things. And Lord, I just want to take the moment to repent, to say sorry, and open up my heart to you. Lord, fill my heart with your word and with your ways. In Jesus' name, we pray, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. And let me tell you something. If you just said that prayer and accepted Jesus Christ into your heart, all of heaven is rejoicing. I'm rejoicing with you. I'm real quiet right now, but in my mind, if I could be rejoicing with you, there would be a party happening right now. There would be a party happening right now, and it would be a bunch of women, a bunch of women of God, just all happy and smiling. I really see a party, like a New Year's party. We got hats on. We're blowing those things. I don't even know what they're called. And we're just rejoicing that you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's just my version of how I'm rejoicing with you in my head. (laughs) But in real life, though, heavens, the heavens are rejoicing. Ain't no numbers to that. I can't even fathom how huge heaven is. But they're all rejoicing over your soul. Take joy in that. Take joy in that. Listen, Jesus loves you and so do I. Bye-bye.